Yeah, man. What's up? How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Pretty um, all over the place. Bit tired right now, living in three time zones. Um, That's wild. I don't know what's up. And it's, <laughs> yeah, winter, winter hit hard in Germany, so it's really fucking cold. Wow. But yeah, I'm doing good, man. Yeah. Where are you at nowadays? Because you've been traveling so, a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I traveled. We we're on the road for me and my partner on the road for like five weeks. Um, and we got back a few weeks ago. Um, that was our our post Addy adventure. Mm. Yeah, to to reset and and see the world. Um, but yeah, so right now I'm back in Nuremberg in Germany. Um, in my office slash spare bedroom slash laundry room. Um, <laughs> the multi-purpose. Room. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, here we are. It's versatile around here. Um, yeah, and I, I just started last week. Started my new job in Australia. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, now I'm talking to you in New York. So dope. I don't know what's going on, to be honest. That's that's, <laughs> dude. Honestly, that's probably that's like the best thing. Like just to live. You know what I mean? Like just to mm-hmm. do do things and like whatever happens. Whatever time zone you end up in is yeah. whatever time zone you you end up in. So actually, okay, a couple of questions. Does your does your partner used to or does work at uh, Adidas? Uh, used to. Used to. As well. Okay. Yeah. Recent transition as well, similar to you. Or yeah. No? So we uh, we both actually finished at um, shit. When was that? End of September. Okay. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and then we were. We hit the road the same day we finished, handed in wow. the badges and yeah, jumped in the van and then and then we drove basically. We went to Switzerland, uh, went to a bike race, like a gravel weekend, that was sweet. Uh, then went down through France, Spain, uh, spent about a week and a half in Mallorca and then started making our way back to Germany. And then it was winter. We were yeah, really shocked. Yeah. <laughs> All right, look, we gotta we gotta dive all into that. But I wanna yeah. do I wanna do do your intro. So uh what's up, y'all? Welcome to the Stay for the Stories podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Elijah. Joining me today is designer, semi-sponsored athlete, <laughs> earthling, world traveler, as you heard, um, Nuremberg Track Club, mm-hmm. Fountain Fountain Goats at Fountain Goats IG handle. Yeah uh skinny p himself patrick jacobson what's, what's up, up man? how's it going <laughs> yo okay well okay hold on i demand so many things to unwrap so many things how about let's it's all very let's, vague right yeah like, very it's vague. all very vague yeah actually so let's just walk, like designer semi-sponsored athlete let's go mm-hmm. back to you as a designer so walk me through your history at adidas your history as a designer um, I want to actually, as a foundation, what got you into design and even like footwear, right? You even got into footwear and we're doing products. Apparel, or was actually. It? Apparel. it was apparel. Yeah, okay. apparel, yeah. Um, so walk me through how you fell in love into that area, into that field, mm-hmm. and then your history at Adidas. Yeah. So designing, I guess, like art and just like creating things was always a big mm-hmm. thing in, in my upbringing. Um my grandma, she was uh, an artist, and actually, like back in the day, she was a fashion illustrator for magazines. Oh, cool! Um, and my mom was always doing art, like on the side. You know, we were always painting, like doing pottery, just like making stuff. So we were always 
quite creative as mm-hmm. as kids me and my brother a creative um, family if you will yeah yeah yeah, um, yeah my dad was always like making stuff like he's a mechanic um, and a fitter and turner and he was always like building stuff fixing things so very like hands-on mm-hmm. um, yeah and then jump forward like 13 years and I ended up in England from Australia um, and then just kind of like got a bit more into like art school um, they wanted to design at school and then my brother actually he's three years older than me um, and he he went to fashion school in London mm. um, and I kind of like yeah kind of like followed in his footsteps a little bit um went to the same college before before uni and um yeah just got kind of like sucked into that fashion world a bit um was always you know always interested in in clothing and like you know how we looked what we wore when we skated and stuff like this when we were growing up so it was always like there in the back of the mind Mm um but yeah kind of just like naturally went into it you know the people I was surrounded by went into it um yeah I ended up at London College of Fashion um doing menswear degree Uh, I was there for three years and realized that fashion was a joke and I didn't want to be part of it anymore (laughs) wait wait wait. dive dive into that dive into that What, what didn't you like about fashion or the fashion industry at the time it's uh it's a toxic world i mean you get mm-hmm. into like big brands big companies big organizations it's it's all toxic um yeah. there was something about fashion that you know the top layer is very nice and shiny and glossy and like sparkly mm-hmm. and then you go lower and it's it's like it's a bit of a lie you mm-hmm. know and and you're, C- you're not kind of like a facade yeah, yeah yeah a big facade um yeah i didn't want to be part of that it was it was very like very very fake to me mm-hmm. um so i was like shit what do i do with this degree um <laughs> <laughs> and i um yeah through some through some contacts um i got an internship at addy actually i figured you know let's go back to sport mm-hmm. um that's kind of that was my main passion as a kid um and yeah went to addy and then after after I finished uni, I the Monday after I graduated, I started my full time position uh, in Adi in in Herzegonarach. Mm. Definitely didn't say that right after six years of being here. But wait wait <laughs> we'll wait so wait are, are you from are you from Australia like born and raised in Australia? Mm-hmm. Born and raised in Australia. Nice. My dad's Australian. Uh, my mom's British. Gotcha. Do you yeah. did you go back and forth a lot as a as a kid like? from australia and and britain no actually um we were in in australia till i was like 12 13 um and then you know some family stuff came up on my mom's side and and we moved to england um and it was meant to be like one year you know we'll just go Mm -hmm. sort stuff out come back and then yeah 16 years later still in europe Mm. um and i've been back once since i've been over in in england and europe Mm -hmm. so that that was kind of part of my decision to to go back to australia Mm -hmm. 
yeah the story is jumping all over the place your listeners are going to be very confused no man this is cool no this is cool try, try to try to keep up that, that's you dude yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's chaotic uh, that's, that's so cool though man no i mean direction. honestly like I've, i have i guess a kind of it's kind of a similar experience in which like you're a little sporadic almost mm-hmm. like nomadic in nature right like yeah. you're going yeah. from one place to another or from one thing to another mm-hmm. if not having many many things on your plate at one time yeah um yeah i mean so me i grew up as a military brat so i was born in mm-hmm. california lived in japan for three and a half years we settled in texas then when we moved back to the states i got really into martial arts competitive mm-hmm. martial arts and so we traveled at least like every month like yeah. in a, a new state every month. I think if I if I tally it up, I've probably been to like 45 out of the 50 states in the US. Mm-hmm. Then I've been to Canada or just over the border of Niagara Falls, um, Mexico, all over Mexico, and then going as far as Guatemala. Um, and so, yeah, I traveled nice. a lot when I was little, like for five, five, when I was competing in martial arts, five to 13, for eight years, it was nonstop traveling and competing mm-hmm. in martial arts. And then towards it, towards like being a teenager or when I got into football, probably around 10 or nine or 10, mm-hmm. um, started to do like that hybrid athlete martial yeah. arts and yeah. football. So traveling and sports and athletics and school and military brat moving around a bit, you name it. Um, similar experiences in that way mm-hmm. um so growing up you mentioned sports and skating what did you play growing up or what was your passions in sports yeah pretty much everything mm-hmm. um yeah kind of you know we lived in a very like small town in like far north queensland australia um there was like there was kangaroos in the garden wow like snakes around yeah that that kind of a show pet, yeah. pet can no pet dogs yeah, yeah. Pet, pet <laughs> <laughs> um so it was like you know middle of nowhere it was in the sticks um and basically all we had to do was just play sport you know me and my brother yeah. would be like out until the sun set at seven just kicking a ball around riding bikes running around um yeah so we kind of like it was just a very active like upbringing um mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you know, sports obviously got into soccer, football, um, Australian football. Played that for a little bit. Rugby? Um, any rugby? Yeah, rugby was the one that I wasn't allowed to do. <laughs> um, That's a tough one. No, huh? you, yeah, yeah. You, you're you're like a a big strong guy. I'm like a skinny <laughs> twig right well the the equivalent of rugby maybe is american football and that's what i that's what i played mostly growing up so yeah yeah that was my mom never let me play that properly um because i've always been like a small kid um very skinny there's not much muscle in my family Mm. Uh, so she was always like (laughs) is that how you got the nickname skinny p yeah that was um that was Marius, actually. You know Marius. Oh Marius, yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out to Marius. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we're gonna now fast forward like 15 years. Let's do Ended it. up in New York, um, at the at the Brooklyn Creative Farm with Addy, mm-hmm. um, and with Marius as well. And that's kind of, yeah, that's where I got that nickname, Skinny P, <laughs> along with a few others, which I'm sure he'll tell you at one point. Yeah, I know. But that's I'm, the I'm, one that stuck. 
I'm gonna bring him on soon. Uh, okay, we'll, we'll chat nice. about it for sure. Nice. Nicknames <laughs> with Marius for sure. <laughs> um, yo, dude, that's cool. And so, was skating pretty big? Because you mentioned skating, mm-hmm. and then you mentioned a lot of a few other sports that you grew up with. Was skating was like was that an area of focus for you? Like, was that a highlight or a passion? Yeah. growing up, probably yeah, something that, was... that you, you can carry over too, no matter where you go. Like even traveling, mm-hmm. you can always just have your skateboard or just go and and do that. Yeah, I mean, I was more. I got more into like the inline skating, mm-hmm. um, it's like kind of rollerblades, but they call it like aggressive inline. Um, it's always a bit weird, but I was like the kid on skates when my brother was like on the skateboard with all his friends. Um, oh, cool. So that was like, that was a bit of a scene where we were growing up. Um, and that's just what we did most weekends. We went skating, went to the mm-hmm. skate park. Um, and that like, I think skating and running was kind of my two let's say biggest sports mm-hmm. um which definitely didn't complement each other especially the skating to the running um yeah, yeah. my knees are fucked for the rest of my life um <laughs> from skating or from running or from both probably from both yeah um, the combination of two yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah okay yeah, yeah skating and running and yeah running's been been there from the start and and carried through every every part of my life Mm. Um, did, did you used no. to compete in running like go to track meets and cross country mm-hmm. and do that growing up yeah so i did like track and field Let, let's put track and field in since like uh, marks here because you know like i said kangaroos in the back garden uh, we didn't exactly have a track um yeah. we had like a, a grass field mm-hmm. and and they mowed it's pretty much like a rectangle that's on the grass wild. that's <laughs> so crazy that's like a cinderella um, story that how like when you're, when you're talking about it and i'm picturing it in my head it's like definitely yeah. a cinderella story like from like nowhere in australia to mm-hmm. like big time adi and it's because it's not in germany i always say it's in germany but it's just on the outskirts yeah. right like hq um mm-hmm. in germany and then yeah. um or in berlin my bad i was trying to say berlin yeah it's complete opposite uh end of end of the country to Berlin. okay yeah see yeah. so i always just re- reference that because uh, mm-hmm. i don't know any better <laughs> um yeah that's definitely a cinderella story that's mm-hmm. so crazy dude yeah that's crazy. yeah so i did i did everything like i was uh you know one of the school like sports captains um in my primary school and you know we did track and field um you know i did everything from 100 meter sprints up to like the cross country um it was 3k at that age um to like high jump long jump i even did shot put um wow. <laughs> yeah talk about no mat talk about no mat, muscle mass and you're yeah. up there doing field and had to get the put. momentum in you know there we go um but yeah that was like that that was just the best time of my life i think my my competitive running career stopped at 12 mm. um i definitely peaked there um with the pre-high school that's one thing yeah, you don't hear yeah, of. Yeah. pre-high school <laughs> glory days pre-high school yeah that's um, funny man yo that man that's so cool like i have so many questions about growing up like your childhood which i think mm. is cool we can dive into that in another episode because nice. I, I feel like i could take a long time yeah, yeah um yeah. let me see all right so then fast forward you make your way to europe and then you're going mm-hmm. to school design fashion actually did what does your brother do or like are you close with your brother did he mm-hmm. work at adi as well or no 
no, he didn't work at Addy. Yeah, we're super close. Um, he lives in London right now um, and works for um, a like another fashion brand. Um, okay. So he went. He went the fashion route. You went the sports yeah, route. Yeah, he kind of stayed in sort of the menswear design world. Um, okay. And he, yeah, he he loves London. Um, him and his partner just bought a, a flat there and did it. Oh, cool. Um, so he's he's definitely setting roots uh, mm. down there. Um, yeah. In your professional career, have y'all ever worked together? Like, did a collab or worked in parallel with each other in design? not not in our professional career um okay. i was his intern slash slave when he was finishing university um, <laughs> so that was kind of yeah i sort of got like sucked into it um like helping him and him sort of teaching me vice versa about you know like sewing construction fashion design everything wow. um so yeah it, it all kind of just like happened naturally there yeah, no, you we, know we've never worked together like outside of just yeah university or personal projects yeah yeah speaking of personal projects i'm surprised you haven't started an apparel brand yet is that yeah, in the works please tell me please tell thing. me that's in the works and if so let me where can i apply let me <laughs> dude that's i'll hit you up if it ever happens no i think um i definitely thought about it you know mm -hmm. you everyone who goes to fashion school let's say 99% want their own label. Um, that's why they go in there. Um, and it was definitely an idea and definitely something that, you know, I worked on and we shot ideas around with different people that I went to uni with, even with my brother, we, we shot ideas around. Um, I think the thing is, there's so many brands, especially mm. these days, um, that to, to set up a new one, Firstly, I don't need that stress in my life. <laughs> and and secondly, yeah, you can just there's so much to choose from. And yeah, why why would I not like, you know, take my skills and experience to things that already exist rather than trying to make something new? Like, where are you gonna find a new USP around these mm -hmm. days? That's a tricky one. Mm -hmm. And and just competing in such a saturated space. Um yeah, I think if I ever did something, it would, it would be very small, like one-offs kind of workshop sort of situation. Mm. Um, yeah, and you also got to, you know, it's hard working in the, in the clothing industry and having mm. a environmental conscience. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. To like really do that for myself, I think would be, yeah, that would be a tough one to get around. If you had if you okay think about if you actually had a brand an apparel mm -hmm. brand right now would it be mm -hmm. more lifestyle or would it be more fitness sports oriented yo sports is a lifestyle man mm. <laughs> you know what i love that you're not mm -hmm. wrong you're no. not wrong yep that's good touche yeah there's there's like you know, I spent spent a lot of time in Addy. It was there for six years, um, and a lot of time doing, you know, industry and consumer research analysis, just like diving into it. And and you realize these these very sharp ends of like the clothing industry, where something is ultra high performance, and then things are really just for like fashion or even on the art side of things. Mm -hmm. 
everything in the middle is just like super blurry. There's a huge gray area and it, it's up to, you know, brands can like do what they want and like tell people to wear what they want. But at the end of the day, it's like, it's you and it's me choosing to wear things, how we want to wear them and use them for how we want to use them. Mm. Um, you know, everyone will argue like high performance and everything like this. Um, yeah, that's also a big gray area. <laughs> now, man, I remember, I mean, yeah, like it's, it's more fashion over function. And, but like when it came to, for me, when it came to sports and I guess specifically in running at first, it was all about uh, function. Like, would mm-hmm. it make me a better athlete or a runner? Like whatever the, whatever shoes I needed to wear to help me get there. Then it came down to apparel and gear. That's what I mm-hmm. prioritized first. Then I think it's weird because I think like now I have a good foundation in running that it's like, it honestly doesn't matter what you wear anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or like, like in, in race or like with cars, it says like the car, it doesn't matter about the car. It matters about the driver mm-hmm. that translates into everything else. So it like, doesn't matter what shoes, hat, yeah. like whatever gear, tops, bottoms, whatever you have on, mm-hmm. like you're still an athlete. And so the athlete versus the athlete is what the story is not yeah. whose shoes are better or who shorts are better or shirt, mm-hmm. you know? Um, yeah. But definitely I think, when I first started out and running, it was function over fashion. And now it's a little bit of both like that, that mesh, that middle ground. Mm -hmm. Um, But now it's like, Oh, I can, I can get up and run and anything and get my miles in or get my workout in or go race and probably race Mm -hmm. and whatever, whatever I wanted to, but then it goes back into mind over matter. Like if you look good, you feel good, you play good. And uh, that goes into it. Mm -hmm. That has Mm -hmm. an effect on it as well. Yeah, definitely. I think it's that, you know what I what I came to discover was it's it's like confidence level and experience in a certain situation. You know, and yeah, you start out and you kind of you want to be accepted in in that world that you started out in, and you're you're a novice there, and you don't really like you you haven't found yourself in that space just yet. Um, so you kind of you stick to maybe a stereotype, right? Um, <clears throat> and then once you get more experience in that space and you become more confident you you find yourself in that space as well and then you start to add your expression and and whatever else you want on top of it and it it becomes more yeah more your personality rather than that just that sport or whatever whatever situation you're in yeah Mm -hmm. let's call let's call your brand pjs (laughs) (laughs) just be pajamas no dude it's the patrick jacobson (laughs) yeah pjs pjs apparel that or we could call it uh with your brother we'd call it triple j's with triple the jacobs with the jacobs <laughs> okay okay i think before i had an apparel brand i would have a food truck actually Ooh, wow yeah, yeah. uh okay let's let, i'm so stoked that you said that you know that's one of my dreams yeah you know like if i had if i had to do it all over and like if if I mean, you know, you, you think about like, nah, I wouldn't change anything, but honestly, mm-hmm. if I could and experience, like if I could save these memories and like this experience and then be able to do it again and have a, no- a whole new experience, I would have went to culinary school. Nice. I would have went, went to culinary school, have still have a dream, dreams to open up either my own restaurant, farm to table style, have my own mm-hmm. garden or open up a food truck. And then yeah. I have like a handful, a handful of ideas for food trucks, but, um, what would your food truck be? It would be 
skinny peas bowls. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so hold on, man. Walk me through the menu. What's the top yeah. five? What are the sick top five signature dishes? Okay. Skinny pea bowls. I've thought about this quite a bit, actually. All right, here we go. Um, here we go. Yeah, that would definitely be a pasta. You know, everyone needs a pasta. Okay. What kind of pasta? Um, see, the thing is, I don't really cook with a recipe. Um, That's how you know you're a yeah, chef. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so it's it's a lot of time. I'll do like a one dish kind of thing. Okay. And then it'll just be in a bowl. It's it's not like no Michelin star kind of stuff, but or so you it's, say, or so you say, but, hey, okay. yeah, it's all a matter of perception, right? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so that would be, that would be a pasta, um, a chili as well. Um, definitely like a stir fry kind of Asian noodle dish. Okay. Um, and, and then probably pizza. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Me and my well, partner have gone over this as well. That we would combine our food truck ideas. She okay. she loves baking. Oh, um, cool! Shout out Baby G's Bites on Instagram. Um, <laughs> oh, so she has one. That's a real thing. I'm yeah, yeah. yeah. She's like she's gone into it. Um, wow! So it would be bites bowls and bois. Wow, dude! Yeah. Oh my! Oh, here we go. I'm looking it up as we speak. Wow! This is so cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's she's really gone out. into that one. She's got a lot of motivation behind that. Changing your life one bite at a time. There we go. It is. Facts. It's life changing stuff. Facts. Makes me a little bit, you know, thicker around the waist sometimes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey man, you gotta get that and turn it into muscle. Do you get that muscle? Yeah, muscle? yeah. Gotta try it. <laughs> now, is she is she a designer? This is this is cool. This is like aesthetically. Appealing. Yo, this she's super creative. Um so she was in um she was in comps um, okay. for Addy, uh, oh, cool. for originals. Um, and she did a lot of event stuff, but yeah, she's super talented with like with having zero graphic design background, mm -hmm. the stuff that she can do on PowerPoint <laughs> to make graphics <laughs> Dude, is mind blowing. Don't mind -blowing. even get me started. Yeah. I, <laughs> that's so relatable, dude. I have no, I have, yeah. Like, I think that's so cool. Yeah. I totally understand that. I, mm -hmm. I remember going to school and like having no, no Photoshop, no Adobe experience. And I, I like didn't have the time or the resources to teach myself Adobe at the time. Mm -hmm. And the amount of things that you could do design wise in Microsoft Word and PowerPoint is astonishing. Yeah. Like you can, you can trick a lot of people if you do it right or like you mm -hmm. do it well. Um, yeah. I remember actually I was in, in college um as like an intern slash like for a startup or a co-op mm -hmm. and i remember just because i was studying business and marketing i was the business marketing mind of the team and so like i'm in college and what i'm studying in my university i'm applying mm -hmm. it to like everyday real job scenarios yeah. um and i remember like i would have to make traditional like pamphlets brochures flyers for this this company um and i'm doing everything in microsoft word and powerpoint <laughs> <laughs> you know you just need the idea man you just need the idea yeah, yeah that's, it all comes alive that's so cool dude yeah so what what okay now nah, we could dive into her too that's like another episode <laughs> well she'd be she could be on the show as well i'd love to meet her yeah there's still um, another one cool bites bites people and what 
Dolce Vita things? Dolce Vita, yeah. She's go. she's very much up for the Dolce Vita life. That's so yeah. funny, dude. That's yeah. so cool. Wait, okay, okay, hold on. Before we dive into now your food truck, okay, do you bake too or no? No, I don't bake. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I cook. I'm the cook. Okay. She's the baker. And then, like, together we make a really good barbecue pizza. Mm. Yeah, we, we nailed down our, uh, our camping cooking. Oof. It's, yeah, it's pretty luxe, actually. Have you seen those videos, yeah. like, on social? Like, the viral videos of dudes, like, who just like starting a fire campfire and like cooking some mm. gourmet meals is that y'all is that what y'all do yeah pretty much just like really small yeah 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 nice dude because you went off the grid for a minute man you were you were one of the people that like i would make a point to try to keep up when mm -hmm. you were on the road and i'm like i just want to see like what you're up to knowing that you're having a good time knowing that you're kind of off the grid and yeah. like knowing that it's your time to get away like you're just trying to reset have fun experience life a little bit and like just get away like just do mm -hmm. your own thing and um I, I was like so interested and intrigued to like just follow you and be like I wonder what he's up to where is where is he at now and then we'd chat every now and then you're like yeah. in a different country literally in a different time zone yeah and like every just what week or two weeks we just would catch up real quick mm -hmm, and you're mm -hmm. doing something different so what are your views on like what would your what was your experience actually like what was your experience like just now that you're back if you had to reminisce like how was that on the trip yeah yeah it was um yeah it was amazing to get away and like completely disconnect mm -hmm. um and you're kind of you know when you're when you're road tripping like you know when you're road tripping and when you're camping you're kind of you're so active with other things mm -hmm. that you don't have time to like get in your head about like bigger things in the world and mm -hmm. It, it was it was such a great thing for us to kind of really detach from from our jobs um that we had just quit and and like you know this kind of this this time and space to move into something new mm -hmm. um but then it got super long and um we wanted to come home which i think was a nice thing yeah um that yeah you know okay we've we've been doing something else for long enough that we're now ready to go back home and start to like sort stuff out to make, to make our next steps. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, the, the trip was amazing. The places we saw, um, the places that we stayed over, you know, we took the bikes on the back of the van and we just like rode around and like explored you know, mm -hmm. there wasn't there wasn't anything about like you know going on big rides or big runs or anything like this it was it was just a, a big adventure um yeah. which yeah which was super fun um yeah and i think you know we shared we shared quite a bit like you mentioned social media it's it's a tough one um because mm -hmm. it's you know it's this tool that's super useful for so many things you know keeping in touch with people around the world um mm. sharing with with your friends and loved ones without like you know having two hour phone calls with everyone each day um mm. but then yeah if you don't use it or if you use it too much or if it like if it uses you it starts to become super destructive right yeah um yeah I mean, you'll notice i like deleted all of my pictures 
on my profile from scratch yep. yeah yeah net new which i love you know what i am one good day away from doing that like yeah. i'm or like i'm one decision away from just yeah. resetting it all yeah mm -hmm. yeah i mean the like the timeline was a lot of pressure that's that's kind of why i deleted it mm. and um you know I, i'd missed so many things that i hadn't posted and i was like fuck no nah, i'm just gonna scrap it all <laughs> Uh, and it it was also like a nice thing to like start this new chapter like yeah. finish that that last chapter of my life and yeah kind of clear it out a bit and leave space now for for new stuff that's coming in stay for the stories yeah exactly <laughs> no that's a that's one not to get too much into it which I'll disclose this information at a later time but um <laughs> that that's a one one reason why I post maybe not on my grid on my feed but i post mm -hmm. often in my stories and just like memories fade or the times change or you're up mm -hmm. to something else um could be 24 hours could be longer could be faster but the stay for the stories mentality is that like it's one to the next you know what i mean yeah. like life is yeah. always happening um i get that man yeah i mean i, I love because i think it, it goes into me i love photography so i love capturing mm -hmm. moments and then having long lasting moments live in a still image or in a video and yeah. then having a platform like social media just to be able to have memories saved i think is really really cool mm -hmm. and like that's a it's a it's a healthy resource to have or like a, a healthy um relationship to have with with that um but it could be very like toxic it could be it yeah. could be slighted in a different way if you mm -hmm. if you don't use it like if you don't have that healthy of a relationship with social yeah. media or with yeah. uh, anything online mm -hmm. um all yeah, right definitely. so not to get too much into everywhere that you went everything that you did do you have a favorite place and or memory of your trip yeah um yeah it's, it's gonna have to be we in in France, uh, we we camped near the coast. It was like right near the border to Spain, um, down south. And uh, yeah, I proposed to my girlfriend. Um, you did? Yeah. Dude, congratulations! I did not know that. Thanks. Congrats! Yeah, All right, got, no, go, uh, not to mess it up. No. Oh yeah, I saw that. The tattoo. I got my got my uh, engagement tattoo. Dude, she got a ring. Um, I, you know, I did see that. Congratulations. Yeah. Thanks, man. man. That's cool. All right, go ahead, go ahead, yeah. go ahead. So that that place that'll be super special. Um, yeah, we were we were camping like right on the coast, um, and it was a beautiful sunrise. It was our seventeen month anniversary that day, and uh, yeah, everything was everything was kind of perfect. So I yeah I had to do it after coffee in the morning <laughs> nice so everything just lined up perfectly. yeah everything like was, lined up that's cool yeah you know what but how oh wait how, how long did you know you're ready to make that move like how long were you planning this to happen yeah that's a long time um you know when you're getting a ring made and like designing it with someone um yeah there's, there's a lot of planning mm -hmm. and also nina knew my girlfriend knew as well <laughs> okay 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 I'm like a really bad liar, so I don't even try to like keep anything. <laughs> that's a good. Um, that's a good thing, though. Yeah. Yeah, but she, yeah, she knew it was coming. Um, and yeah, I think everything just like lined up on that day. You know, we didn't know where we were staying the night before. We got in super late. Okay. Uh, we didn't know what our pitch was going to look like. Um, 
yeah and then it was just like this beautiful occasion so i had to make up a dm right <laughs> make the most <laughs> of it yeah dude that's so yeah cool yeah now you definitely are living not just a cinderella story but like the best <laughs> rom-com like a movie you could think of like you know what someone's gonna someone's gonna listen to this hopefully and then write a, write a book if not a movie a script about your life and like this oh, is gonna man. be it if anything i'll write it shoot i'll pitch this to hollywood yeah and try to see if we get a movie. yeah um, you can direct dude, that. that's so cool man congratulations again that's awesome thank you man thank um, you um when when y'all were traveling you just pretty much camped in the van right mm-hmm. that's cool yeah is it yeah we is it difficult to travel like across Europe road trip style or no, it's pretty easy if you have, if you know where you're going? Yeah, it's, it's pretty easy. Um, and yeah, you just need your documentation. It's, you know, it's big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause I'm trying we, to think of like of traveling in the U S like, which I've done, like mm. I did. So I, my, I road tripped across the country last fall. So about this time last year, I road tripped across the country, but super easy because you're going from state to state, not country mm-hmm. to country. Yeah. Um, and I was on the road for just over three weeks. Yeah. So yeah, yeah just it's super easy. Yeah. It's it's pretty easy. Um, the great thing is you get so many different cultures. Mm. Um, you know, when you when you're crossing borders and then you have to like keep changing language in your head. Oh um, yeah. from like hello, yes, thank you. And you know, you end up in France and you're still saying see, si, no um <laughs> and then you go back to germany and you're super confused with what's going on um wait so how yeah, many lang- how many languages do you speak oh i speak like bad english and that's about it that's it um, wow. yeah my my german is like survival german um <laughs> i can i can read menus and um yeah you know i've got by for six years in germany um it's uh it is a bit of a shame that I didn't do more to learn the language. Um, but I have promised to my partner that I will learn German eventually and it will okay. happen. So she, um, she speaks German. Yeah, she's German. Um, okay. So yeah, that's, yeah, that, that's a non-negotiable, that's for sure. Mm. So I, I will be there speaking German at one point. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's funny, man. Wow. Um, so y'all, did y'all meet at Adi? Um, kind of, but not really. Um, so we, you know, it's, it's a small town where, where the headquarters is. Mm-hmm. Um, but the campus is kind of huge. Yeah, you know, it's like, it's like an American college campus. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, a few years, only a few years ago, they moved like all the different buildings to the one campus. So that was like around the town, there was loads of different buildings. Um, and she worked in a different building. She was in a different department, different team. Um, and we had a lot of like friends in common, but hmm. somehow over like six years of being in the same place, we'd never actually met. Wow. Um, and then, yeah, at one point, I, I know you didn't want to bring covid into it but there was a point where we were just doing nothing because we weren't allowed to yeah um and i i slid into our dms um <laughs> as as one does nowadays yeah 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 um so yeah we had our we had our fairy tale relationship through instagram um nice and then yeah continued it <laughs> that's hilarious yeah what was, what was your first date coffee um uh- 
No, it was a it was a hike with a sunset. My man. Yeah, it was. I'm actually wow. really proud of that one. Um, yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. Cool. I'm gonna me use that one in my back pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a solid one. <laughs> nice, dude. Cool. Um, all right, so look, let's let's dive into Adi for a minute. So. Mm-hmm backtracking you went to school design fashion and then you got an internship at at adi so Mm -hmm. what was that internship like and then how did you transition over to a full-time permanent role and then what what role did you play at adi um, while you were there uh yeah so i i did the internship when i was still at uni um like in the summer um at uni after my second year I, I did the internship at Addy and that was six months um, and it was paid. So everyone listening who's in the fashion industry who thinks internships aren't paid, get out of New York or London because um, they're fucking go, 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 go to where the money is at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. go to Germany. They pay you. Um, yeah, that was mind blowing. You know, I went back to uni in my final year and everyone's like, well, you got paid. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, what? can I do it over? Like, what? yeah. How did you get that? Yeah. Yeah, wait, so um, wait, how did you how did you get that? How did you get did you just apply and like they selected you or did you so I was super lucky. My is <laughs> a big story. My brother's old boss used to work at Addy and knew someone still there. there um and this guy happened to be Ross Stoker, who you know, yeah, um, on the running team. Um so yeah, you know, the the portfolio and the CV like finds its way through. Um mm-hmm had a few calls, had an interview and um, yeah, went over to, to Germany for six months and uh, worked in the running apparel team. Um, super fun, super fun time. Like there's a huge group of interns that, that go like each six months pretty much. I think mm-hmm. they've kicked that off again. Um, so it's, it's kind of like that, like freshers experience. And if you have the same term, you know, like when you first start at college and it's like, you know, like two yeah. weeks of like partying, getting fucks. Um, that was like six months in the internship. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then I, I went back to uni after that to do my final year. Um, and I kept in contact with Addy. Um, I, I set up a project with them, with my university, um, with, the, with the second years below me. Mm-hmm. Um, set up like a collaboration project. And... Uh, yeah, and that was that was basically you know my ticket to keep in touch with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I was coming up to the end of my final year, you know, getting my graduation project done, my final collection finished. And uh, yeah, they opened a position, um, and yeah, I did a little interview for it, and they kind of took me straight back. So I graduated and then flew to Germany, and the Monday after, I was in the office. <laughs> just like you never left like you yeah were just there yeah yeah um so yeah it's uh it, it was a bit of a crazy time mm-hmm. actually and you know i never had much of a break mm. since i started since i started studying um so actually this like five six weeks that we've just been on a trip now mm-hmm. i think that's the longest break i've had for about like 10 years um which was like was needed yeah yeah very much needed so like personal experience not too many like off 
off time for holidays or for like did, did you personally take any days off like vacation that days or off days or like what what happened so the the culture in germany is great like the work culture is amazing mm -hmm. um you get a ton of holiday you get overtime um they're really like like strict with if you're sick you're sick and you stay at home mm -hmm. um which like all the british and american people really find it hard <laughs> yeah. you, you'll get into the office and like you know you'll you'll have a cold or something and they literally tell you to get out and go home wow. um so no the work culture is it's really great but it's up to you to like utilize that you know mm -hmm. um but i also sort of like i, I got into this this world of like design and running and it was my two like passions coming together and i i gave everything to that mm -hmm. um like 110 and yeah it was like an amazing time um but it's not so sustainable <laughs> when you mm -hmm. put everything into into just like one one thing and yeah. you just kind of yeah drain yourself with it <laughs> all your eggs in one basket sort of exactly yeah. exactly um you know what? i get that too man especially now with the things that i'm doing now mm -hmm. i'm very lucky as you put it you 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 blended fashion and running together and that was like the dream scenario yeah which in right now for me it's it's kind of along the same lines running mm -hmm. content photography all of these things are aligning and they're they're building like it's meshing well together and like mm -hmm. that right now is what i'm diving head first in 100 110 percent yeah. in yeah um but yeah i could i could i mean it definitely it takes a lot of time and energy even when mm -hmm. you're diving into your passions although they're your passions and things that you love doing it's still time energy and space that you're utilizing yeah that like oftentimes like it it takes me uh like a hard uh focus to take a step back and like mm -hmm. to reset or to even to focus on being present if I'm doing a mm -hmm. lot of things. Um, yeah, even like this road trip, like this last, these last 48 hours where like, I still got to do X, Y, and Z. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm like, my mind is going hundred miles mm -hmm. an hour and I'm still trying to road trip. And just when I should be present with my puppy with shade, enjoying the time, 48 hours mm -hmm. of road trip down the East coast of New York to Florida, like um, my mind is still like work, passions, running, photography, X, Y, and Z. Yeah, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I totally get that. Yeah. um so okay let's just go in more into into your experience at adi so when you started it was in running and you were doing mm -hmm. apparel right yeah so walk me through like some of the things that you started your projects you're working on early on and then later on in your career before you left like walk me through mm -hmm. that experience yeah so you know my first project when i get there and I, they do this to like all the new people they give them the biggest money maker and they're like you have to redesign this hmm. you're like what the fuck <laughs> why why like, why would i redesign what's already working and they're like okay we need this is like this is like where we make all our money from um you don't have any money to make it figure it out it's it's like a, a hazing you know it's an initiation oh, yeah. um so you, yeah, you have to pass that one. So yeah, that was my first range. Um, was like, what, what was it? What of, was the moneymaker? Ultra Boost? So no, it's like, they changed the names like so much. At that time it was called 
response then it got changed to like oh. on the run yeah, yeah yeah i don't know it's i don't think any of these names are like really communicated outside um yeah. but basically it's it was anything with like short three stripes on them okay because we couldn't afford longer ones so we had to make them short <laughs> <laughs> they say you be, have you have no money yeah so you had to yeah. figure it out right um but yeah it became iconic um but yeah that 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 was like the biggest challenge i think it was mm -hmm. like figuring that one out you know how do you make something um that is like performance for a sport for running um that's cool that's versatile um that people are going to want and one again and again and you know you got to make it with like three bucks mm. um so yeah that, that was definitely like the hardest project um and once you once you get that done you you fully understand like what performance design is you know it's very different to a mentality of like product design or or like fashion design um you really have to like balance a lot of stuff and hit that sweet spot um, especially for like a mass market as well. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, we did that. We did the, the kind of commercial range. Um, and then I, I pushed a lot to, to move into the athletes ranges. Um, so kind of the, the Adi Zero um, promo range, uh, which we had, which was kind of, yeah, for athletes only. Um, and that, that was the most like amazing part for me of the job um getting to work with like world-class athletes um and and then seeing them like race in your oh, yeah. gear and like break records and stuff that you like you created with with this team um mm -hmm. that's a very surreal experience and and you don't really like understand it until like you step out of it a little bit because mm -hmm you get stuck in this cycle you know you're like season after season you're going you're going you're going and you know your perspective on your life as well is like this is just what i do right mm -hmm. um and then yeah and then you see i think i was watching some youtube video the other day and then an ad popped up for like the new addy zero shoe and then like my whole kids and they're like oh shit hey you know i did that <laughs> that's pretty crazy right yeah yeah um and it's, uh, yeah, I don't think I don't think you realize the impact that you have. Like I'm talking mm -hmm. about you, like for real, like from the impact that you've made on me, and then what I've mm -hmm. seen translate over into like the New York City running community, um, the uh, like the Adidas runners, New York City mm -hmm. here, and like stuff like that. Yeah, man, I don't. It's weird to like. It's weird just to understand yeah. it, like to acknowledge it, to be aware of the impact. I think it's bizarre. Like it's yeah. fascinating because you, like you said, you're always in it season after season. Mm -hmm. um, and then you probably do experience this a little, you understand it a little better than most maybe because you're also are a runner. So like you'll yeah. see, you'll be running and performing in the gear that you just designed. Mm -hmm. um, and then that, but that carries over into other markets. It literally goes across like across the world and to yeah, the yeah. impact in different cities and cultures. And like, I can firsthand have that experience firsthand. That's crazy. Yeah. It's a mad thing. Yeah. Let's talk about the New York running community. All right. That's um, yeah. Yeah. These guys and girls, like they changed my life for sure. Mm. That, that was a huge impact on me when I was there for a bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. I mean, like what I've come to realize is that, 
it's very, very much community driven. Like it's about mm-hmm. the people. Yeah. And like the it's about the city, man. Yeah, like that's just the wildest thing. Cause from the out the outside looking in, so the non-runner turned runner and even the Texan Houstonian turned New Yorker, <laughs> yeah. like a lot of a lot of looking from the outside for me looking into mm-hmm. New York city as a, as a New York city, as a city, as a community, and then now into running and the running culture and running community. So a lot of outsider perspectives for me. Um, and it was bizarre because when I started running and I got into the New York city running community, I, I, it was very brand association mm-hmm. associated for me. Like, um, so I saw Adidas runners, New York city, of course, having that relationship with Adidas yeah. and then, Really, I didn't know of too many other running groups. It wasn't until a few, like a couple of years later, when I realized that the New York City running community is much more is bigger than one mm-hmm. crew, is bigger yeah. than one group. Um, and it took me a little bit of time to have experienced that outside of, let's say, the one lens that I was looking through. Um, and then, but fast forward to now, I have a like I know i recognize a lot of faces a lot of names Mm. a lot of groups a lot of brand associations um and i think it it helped me understand what the community is really like the new york city culture running like Mm -hmm. running culture um not only being a runner myself an athlete also a photographer because like again i talk like i'll say this again but like looking through the lens of just a different perspective um it allowed me to realize like to capture moments and then why they were important or why they were different yeah. and like why they had an impact. And then capturing a moment of a person in a run, a workout, a race, part of a crew, part of a brand association, like it all, it all adds up to mm-hmm. a story. It really all adds yeah. up to the story and then the impact as a result of it. And then that is what makes the New York city running community. And then you talk about like, um, like bridging the gaps like it doesn't matter mm-hmm. even for so for me like it, it didn't matter if my association was with a group or a brand if I showed up to a workout or a race people recognize me and I recognize them and that yeah. was their relationship it was that's the community right there like mm-hmm. that is the positive that's the love of the culture yeah. um but yeah I mean when's the last time you were in New York it's been a while huh it's been way too long there was a lot of plans uh, to come back um, that never happened for, mm-hmm. for many different reasons. Um, yeah, I was there for almost four months um, at the beginning of 2018. Mm. Um, and yeah, that was like, I'd kind of, I'd been in Addy for a few years um, and I'd sort of like picked up my running again and like got back into it and was slowly kind of yeah, I think I'd done like one or two local races before I went to New York. And then, yeah, we got to New York and there was, you know, there was no plan. It was like, go there and do like, do some cool stuff, basically like experience something um, and, and bring something back. And I was like, oh, I just want to go run. Um, Super simple. Yeah. And, you know, I, I knew, I knew about AR um, and I, I had met, um, I'd met Jesse and, and Lee and David who, who have left there now. Um, I met them the year before and then I just, yeah, I just got involved just mm-hmm. like went on runs with them. And this was, this was when they were still kind of like in the incubation phase. Like they yeah. had kind of yeah. like opened up publicly yet. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just to kind of, to see the culture like firsthand um, 
you know, I, we research a lot when we're like designing stuff, like everything's on Instagram and it's all digital and like mm -hmm. theoretical. Right. Um, mm -hmm. But then to just like experience and like be there and be part of it, it, it made everything kind of real mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, to have those conversations and, and to see things that no one's going to be able to tell you about either. Mm -hmm. um, that was kind of like a huge turning point in my design career as well, um, especially like designing for a purpose and for, for people um, was that, you know, if I couldn't experience it and if I couldn't understand it, how the hell am I going to create it? Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, so that was kind of, I was like, all right then, well, if I, if I'm going to create this stuff, I have to understand it like as much as possible. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's, yeah, that's when my running like really took off and I got like super obsessed with it again. Um, yeah. And it, it got super intense and out of control. <laughs> yeah. In a good way, I think. Yeah. You. Um, yeah. that's so wild. Yeah, man. Like there's nothing like firsthand experience, mm -hmm. especially, I mean, coming from like the marketer comms business side, even like as a designer yourself, right? Like you do all the market research, you do all the secondhand third, like second, third party research, but until you experience it for yourself, mm -hmm. that's when it really clicks. It's even yeah. like a game of telephone, like the more people that touch on one point or like it could get filtered, it could get reinterpreted. Um, but until mm -hmm. you experience it for yourself, like it will never truly click. And like, that's yeah. one thing I think that separates a lot of people in different yeah. areas when they have that experience. Yeah. And it's going to change for everyone as well. You know, there's no way anyone can explain to you fully like that experience. Mm -hmm. um, there's no way you can really show it fully. So you have to take people to experience it. And the beautiful thing is that their experience will be different to yours mm -hmm. and they will take away different stuff. Um, so yeah, we kind of like brought that culture back a little bit in, into the, into the teams and um, yeah, some beautiful stuff happened, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Real quick, walk me through the transition from running to Terex and then mm -hmm. explain what the differences are for those who don't know um and then i want to dive into what, what you got going on next yeah yeah so running to terex that was uh that was like a brief affair um i had always wait wait i i don't i don't know if you realize this you realize that your terex gear was my boston marathon race day kit right oh, yeah. yo i didn't design anything in terex no oh, no um so yeah i was there for four months in the mm. terex team um I had always been super interested in the Terex team um, in, in Addy. So Terex is um, Addy's team for outdoors, basically. Um, anything from like hiking, trail running, mountain biking, up to like mountaineering. Um, and they, uh, they always did like such amazing stuff, um, very like specialized um, mm -hmm. products as well. And they always sat like a little bit outside of the brand um so they had this like startup kind of mentality um they could do things a lot quicker they could do things that maybe the rest of the brand couldn't because uh, it gets caught up in politics and whatever um so it was always like a very exciting team that a lot of people wanted to join you know that was kind of like 
um, <laughs> yeah, this like oasis in in Addy that everyone wants to get to. The getaway, um, yeah, yeah, was yeah. Like the dream, the dream team. Exactly, terrorist. it's it's the dream team. Um, so yeah, I finally managed to like get in there um, after like five and a half years in the running team. Um, I was like, yeah, I need to I need to do something new. Um, all my ideas are being recycled. You know, there's only so many times you can redo a running T-shirt yeah. um, and not put the same ideas in again. Mm. Um, so that, okay, I need to do something new. I need to like kind of freshen it up a bit. Um, so yeah, I got to, got to join the Terex team. Um, and then another job came up. <laughs> Fast forward. Fast four forward. Months, four months and then boom yeah all right man um, so okay here here is a big reveal yeah what do you have going on next man what's next what's the next chapter for you so the next chapter um yeah it started last week um so i'm working for nice. a, a small cycling brand in australia um and yeah the, the kind of the main goal of the next chapter was to move back to australia for a bit um you know like i said before i've been away from there for 16 years um away from that side of the family for 16 years um and only been back to visit once so that was kind of yeah that you know a lot of a lot of stuff happened within my family recently and it, it kind of switched the mindset of putting my career first mm -hmm. to putting my life first if you get what i mean yeah um which I think was an important change because I was, you know, running myself into the ground, like quite literally my body's falling apart um, from all the running and just everything to do with running. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. It, it had come to an end. Um, and I kind of, I had like uh, maybe in the next like year or two, I'll, I'll kind of like get something where I moved to Australia. And then it just came through super quick. Um, started chatting to these guys. Um, it's at a brand called the peddler. Um, based in Melbourne, uh, which is where my family is um, down there, my dad's side of the family. Um, and yeah, it's the complete opposite to Addy. Um, I'm one of like 10 or 12 full time employees. Um, nice. Scrap. And yeah, it's, it's beautiful. You yeah. know, it's kind of, it's a little bit chaotic, but, but so was Addy, you know, it was like a huge chaos. But the nice thing now is that maybe I can like do something about the chaos mm -hmm. <laughs> because there's not like layers and layers of people yeah. and teams to yeah. sort out. Um, yeah, and you know, the main thing is to, to go back to Australia for a bit, spend time with the family there and start like a new chapter of my life and also my life with, with Nina, uh, mm -hmm. my partner. Um, yeah and kind of just see where that goes i think i've done that for my whole life just see where that goes <laughs> and then something else comes up there you go man yeah. the, honestly i genuinely feel like that is the best way to go like that's yeah, yeah i try to practice that as much as i can like I, mm -hmm. I have to be mindful of it and like try to not get too caught up in what yeah. i'm doing to not like to not appreciate it or to not really 
understand like the mm-hmm. significance and the impact of the moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't want, honestly don't want to say anything else. I want to end it right there. That was great. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know what? On that note, thank you, man. This was a lot of fun. This was great. Thank you. Appreciate um, it. Good luck, man. So many Cheers. exciting things, dude. So many new chapters. I think it's, it's fantastic. It's so amazing. Um, yeah, man. Again, thank you. Uh, stay tuned. More to come. As always, stay for the stories. See ya.